Listener Production. Wall Street adds to previous gains as long and short-term interest rates fall. And Aussie shares expected to open higher on Wednesday after the IMF revises down Australia's economic growth forecasts. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Wednesday, the 11th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, I must say the durability of these markets is quite impressive. We've seen global stock markets continue their recent advance on Wall Street. The Dow Jones in late trade is up by around 0.4%. The S&P 500 up 06 The NASDAQ up 07 uh, In the case of the NASDAQ at its best, it was up by about 1.3%. The S&P 500 up by a little over a percent. So in the case of the broader market, within touching distance of its session highs, but the drop in long and short-term interest rates is what takes your breath away a little bit under these circumstances. For example, a 10-year government bond down by... F- 12 basis points to 466. Geez, that's a decent rally, isn't it? A couple of reasons for that. The first one being safe haven demand on the escalation in Middle Eastern tensions, but also dovish US Federal Reserve remarks overnight. I'll play the devil's advocate in relation to the safe haven thing. So normally, if you see a safe haven bid, the first thing that you need to do to buy a safe haven is to buy the currency in which that safe haven is denominated. So if you want to buy a US government bond, which is a safe haven, you buy the US dollar. Uh, However, we have seen the US dollar index drop away over the course of the last couple of days, right? How do you rationalize that? With great difficulty. (laughs) But certainly what we have seen is talk about interest rates change dramatically. So pricing around the US Federal Reserve in terms of rate hikes, uh, we've clearly seen the Fed shift away from the prospect of a November rate hike. We heard from Atlanta Fed President Raphael Bostic overnight. He said the US central bank does not need to increase interest rates any further and he sees no US recession. So that is interesting because we've had a couple of Fed speakers in, in the last day utter those words. The Fed getting new speaking points from Jay Powell, do you reckon? Well, certainly we may have seen the peak in interest rates for the time being at least. So what we're seeing at the moment is US rate futures pricing in just an 11.7% chance of a rate hike in November and 24% in December. So a significant recalibration of rate hike expectations. But let's not get too excited here, Tom, because we've got inflation readings over the course of the next few days and risk to the consumer price index this week in the US are to the upside reflecting dynamics in individual components such as auto prices. So any upside surprise will obviously have a huge impact on rates markets. Absolutely. So the point that Ryan is making is that Thursday and Friday US time, we will see the release of consumer and producer price inflation numbers. So any celebration about these falling bond yields and a more dovish Fed speak at the moment is probably worth putting to one side because as we have seen in the last week, a day can be a long time. So uh, as far as other outcomes are concerned, Ryan, European markets did quite well also last night. In the UK, the FTSE was up 1.8%. The French market rose by almost 2%. The German market was up by close to 2%. The stocks 600 index, the broader measure of European stock performance up by close to 2%. And interest rate markets there where Germany was concerned, flattish, a bit of a um, move higher for short rates. But um, broadly, I would say there's nothing controversial to talk about there. So again, if you looked at the headlines screaming at you, that the horsemen of the apocalypse are coming over the horizon, and you look at the way these markets are behaving, uh, they are 
as placid as a Hindu cow at the moment? <laughs> well, certainly European markets had a strong night, a very big rebound there. In fact, as you mentioned, the FTSE 300 index up 1.9%. That was the strongest gain since November 2022. And part of the reason for this was that there are another rumor circling at the moment around Chinese stimulus measures. So policymakers are weighing the issuance of at least 1 trillion yuan or 137 billion US dollars of additional sovereign debt for spending on infrastructure in China. So of course, big focus at the moment on Country Garden, the property developer there, the potential for a default. And what that led to last night was we saw travel and leisure and mining stocks up by between 2.9% and 3.9%, Tom. It's true. The uh, Chinese property question is not going away. But something that is a little more pressing, Ryan, is the price of oil. And uh, again, reflecting on the comments that we made a moment ago in relation to how orderly these markets are presently, the oil price, just short of $86 a barrel as we uh, speak right now. So that's down by about a half of a percent on the session. However, even with everything that has gone on in the last week, uh, oil prices are 10% away from the recent high when we saw uh, WTI, the US benchmark, at around $95 a barrel. And we're only 5% higher than the lows of last week when it was sort of uh, edging towards that uh, low $84 mark. So how do you rationalize the terror that is taking place in the Middle East, the threat of constrained supply? yet oil prices behaving the way that they are. Well, I think that oil traders at the moment are hoping that the violence is contained to the Gaza Strip. And for now, the market seems to accept that oil flows will not be directly affected. There's no proof that there'll be any meaningful reduction in oil exports. But of course, much will depend on whether the tensions escalate to places like Iran, and therefore we'd have a problem there. So at this stage, Israel's port of Ashkelon and its oil terminal have been shut in the wake of the conflict. That's really the main issues at the moment around supply. At the Commonwealth Bank, we continue to believe that the Brent oil price will ultimately stabilise between 90 and 100 US dollars a barrel in the fourth quarter of this year. Indeed. So just reflecting on what's coming down the pipe for the local market today, we are anticipating a positive start with the SPY futures up by half of 1% or 36 points, adding to yesterday's gains. It's a bit of a thin schedule as far as corporate and economic news is concerned today, although we have AGMs being hosted by the CBA, CSL and IAG groups. But really, the business end of the week, uh, the last two days, is what we're girding ourselves for, Ryan. And uh, I must say, the Aussie dollar, another example of this uh, strange equilibrium that's been established in the markets under rather fraught circumstances at 64.2 US cents, a lot better than the recent lows that we have seen. Certainly, the Aussie is being supported by risk appetite at the moment. So, Chinese stimulus talk obviously helps the Aussie dollar. We did see iron ore futures fall 0.7% yesterday to 117.40 US dollars a tonne. And that's the last in seven weeks on those worries about China's property sector. So, those iron ore focused stocks could be under some pressure today, along with the energy producers. But the big focus will be on Bank of Queensland. It releases its earnings today. And its shares still haven't bottomed out despite losing more than 25% of their value since the departure of their CEO in November last year. So analysts worry the regional lenders' management instability is affecting performance and believe its annual result is likely to miss market expectations. 
due to sluggish lending and deposit costs and other cost headwinds. So we're expecting to see its cash profit estimate of about 463 million ton. If you have thoughts, drop a comment or something. It's been great having you this morning. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Happy hump day. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.